What's up, everybody? Welcome into Pace the Nation, broadcasting back here at Studio 1A in downtown Arlington, Virginia. We are back in the heart of Arlington County. And for new listeners and old listeners, of course, that is Clarendon. I'm your host, Chris Farley, back again for our 176th episode of Pace the Nation. And back with me are my two co-hosts. To my right slash across from me, it's Tess Strike. Tess, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm. My voice is a little bit um, raspy. Feeling a little hoarse. A little hoarse. Busy week. We'll get into that. But yeah, I'm. I'm feeling all right. Thank you. Uh, let's also bring in our other co-host to my left. It's Wamey Docs. Docs, what's up? Let's go on the record. I didn't get you sick. No, you didn't. <laughs> no. Not me. There are so many other ways you could have gotten sick. Mm-hmm. Number one, uh, you have two of the biggest germ carriers in the heart of uh, Arlington. <laughs> yes. And your, and your and two sons, boys. Right. That's a good call. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have employees that are sick that you've been in close proximity yes. all week. And when I was sick and I saw you, uh, you did sign a waiver saying that come into the <laughs> studio. That's okay. It's true. So, well, I'm a big hugger too. I, I hug everybody that I saw this. We past didn't week. hug. <laughs> no, you and I did not. But, but uh, everybody else says, so I know you. So people I don't mm-hmm. really know as well or see as often. I hug. Yeah. So you got a bunch of people sick. Yeah. Too. <laughs> well, that was <laughs> is that where you're going with that? No. Yeah, yeah. Sorry to all those folks who were listening. Um, no, I'm. I don't think I'm sick. I'm just a little bit. Uh, my, maybe my voice is is uh, a little under the. You weather. think you're worn down because worn you had down. a big week. Big week. Yeah. You're all tuckered out. Very busy week. But we'll get into that. Uh, big show to get to today, guys. Uh, we'll start off by saying we are super excited to be joined by uh, Desi Linden. She is the first female winner of the Boston Marathon in 33 years. No, they have a female winner every year. American female <laughs> I'm sorry, winner. U- mm-hmm. U.S. winner. I know. You, I think you've said that a couple times. Well, you know what? We recorded the interview. Uh, mm-hmm. So, yeah. Well, uh, I, I don't know if I said it or not, but you may be right. Mm-hmm. First female American winner of the Boston Marathon mm-hmm. since 1985. Uh, she's got a, a, a resume uh, that's m- much bigger than that. Long list of accomplishments, including two... Uh, two-time Olympian, uh, but she joined us in Austin when Docs and I were in Austin at the running event. So we recorded an interview, and uh, I'm excited to play that for you guys today. Uh, she was fantastic, uh, so super excited to have uh, one of the best U.S. runners of all time, one of the best runners ever, uh, Des Linden, will join us today on Pace the Nation. Uh, also on today's program, uh, we want to touch on last week's program. Uh, mm-hmm. We want to touch on uh, a couple things that came out of that. Uh-huh. Uh, we will continue the theme of, of touching the people and talking to... You're going to continue touching people? No, touching people. <laughs> touching the people. Uh, you know, talking to them I about don't think I signed up for this. <laughs> <laughs> about their tweets. That's how everybody's going to get uh-huh. sick. Yeah. Uh, we're going to talk to them about their tweets. Uh, we also want to fill in everybody about uh, Docs and I's trip to Austin. Um, and that's kind of where I, I will start. In Austin? Well, back here in the heart of the, mm-hmm. the, the universe. Uh, no, but I mean the picture you're painting is yes, in Austin. Yes, in Austin, yes. Mm-hmm. So, um, Tess, we missed you dearly. Someone had to hold down the fort. <laughs> you did. Mm-hmm. Um, did it survive while we were gone? I mean, we're still here. It Didn't probably it? thrived. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone was on time and the schedule yeah. was perfect. <laughs> right. Right. How about that? Uh, but it, we had, uh, we had a, a great trip. But uh, one of the challenges of going on the road and doing the podcast, and we've done it the last two years in Austin, we've also gone to... Um, uh, New, York. New York City, uh, Boston, a few other trips. Uh, I had there was a few other uh, conversations that we had cooking there too, Tess. That we'll we'll t- talk to you about off air. That uh, they want our podcast to travel, the mm-hmm. whole podcast to travel, mm-hmm. right on. Which so, is an uh, extreme burden on me, but no skin <laughs> yeah, off this guy's right, back. Right. So you know who you are who offered those <laughs> things up. Uh, please follow through on that. But one of the challenges broadcasting remotely is the equipment. And you got to travel mm-hmm. with the equipment. Yes. So um, anybody who's been a guest uh, n- know that we have uh, these mic stands that uh, are anchored with these... 600-pound weights. <laughs> I'd say 15-pound weights, maybe 20-pound yes. yeah. weights, not 600 pounds. but Literal anchors. Yeah, they literally are anchors. Uh, we will tweet out a picture of what these weights look like. But we bring four of these on the trip. And, you know, regular travelers know that... You only have 50 pounds. Yeah, your check bag can only be 50 pounds. Right. Uh, and we have this big 
uh, Pelican case, oh, Pel- Pelican Pel- brief. <laughs> Pel- uh, that's one of the Julia movies. Julia Roberts. That was like one of Julia I, Roberts' I, first. I, that's movies, one right? of my six movies I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. I think I add that to the list <laughs> for those counting my movie uh, watching. Mm-hmm. And uh, your 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 six movies is up to like nine or ten mm-hmm. at this point. But uh, yeah, so we have we have the big case, but it it's way overweight if we put the. The weights, uh, in the weights in it as well. Yeah. So we can pack all of the equipment except for the stands for the microphones. So Doc's uh, texts me that a day or two days before, and he said, "Hey, you know, he's coming a day after me." He said, "Can you uh, grab the Pelican case and you know the weights, and you know, can you get those on the flight uh, on the way there?" Mm-hmm. And I didn't think much of it. I didn't mm-hmm. think about you know the weights. I thought about bringing the equipment, right. and the mics, and you know the mixing board and all that stuff. Uh, but, uh, I, I get to the studio to pick all the stuff and Doc's put it nicely in a corner for me. All, um, you know, all, all, ready to go. There, everything's ready, packed. ready to go, except for he left the weights out, which he needed to do. Very little effort on your part. Very little effort on my part. Which, which is, which is how I which set is it cru- up. <laughs> which is mm-hmm. crucial. Okay. So I put it in my car. Uh, I realized, wow, these weights are more than I thought. These I are mean, weights. You know, he, he he said, you know, you're going to probably have to carry them separately. I didn't really think about that. And I think we even did even it Even though we did year. it the year before. <laughs> no, I don't even remember so I was, that. So I was relying on that not having made it into the shredder, but, <laughs> right, you know, that's on me. Made it into the shredder. Uh, so I, I, you know, I carry the weights over there and I, um, to, to the airport. Uh, first off, the airport, um, I did, I did. Typical you know, Farley. Typical, like, I, not typical, but I, I can't believe I made my flight. We had a 6.05 flight on the way out on Tuesday. A.M. or P.M.? A.M. More AM. context. A.M. But I did the old wake up at 4.40. I put the alarm in for 4.40 P.M. So oh. I wake mm. up at um, I wake up at 5 o'clock for a 605 flight fortunately You're supposed to be at the airport I, I, fortunately we're in the heart of the and, and i've got this huge pelican brief mm-hmm. had um, you already picked it up or was it i was you know it was at my house everything was ready so fortunately i had everything ready i just threw on clothes brushed my teeth went downstairs or called an uber first thing i did was call an uber mm-hmm. so the uber you driver, call your uber well you know hail, hail the uber mm-hmm. on the app you know mm-hmm. call hail whatever everybody knows how to get a darn uber so you know okay. what i'm talking about all right i stopped yeah. picking apart your story so i get the uber he's waiting outside i have everything on my porch and the drive I, I say immediately to the driver i need your help i'm super late i uh i decide to pick up the <laughs> my bag which is probably about 40 pounds he d- decides to pick up which i'd already put the weights back into the pelican case he decides to pick up uh, the uh, the Pelican case. I should mm-hmm. have picked that up. No, mm-hmm. he had no idea what was in there. Mm-hmm. Um, he picks it up, almost breaking his back, and screams, "What the f is in here?" <laughs> <laughs> so that's how my morning started. Mm-hmm. Uh, I waited to tell Doc's this story because I thought it was really funny. <laughs> it wasn't funny at the time. I was like, "Dude, get that stuff in the yeah. car. I am late. Less talking. <laughs> Less talking. More driving. Let's fast. go." Uh, fortunately, the guy, you know, he's a big guy. He was a strong mm-hmm. guy. So screams, what the F is in there? And I'm thinking the same thing. Throws in the back of his car um, and uh, we race to the airport. I get to the airport, no line. Get in there uh, straight to the, to the, uh, to the teller, not the teller, uh, the airplane. Uh, the, the check-in. The check-in. Um, what would you call those? Uh, air, air, air. The check-in? Uh, the check-in. All right. So it is check-in. Go right there and they say, uh you have three minutes to get this over to the um, um, to the to the place where you drop off your baggage. What would you call that? The baggage drop. <laughs> baggage <laughs> drop. So I said, "Okay, great. Well, I'm going to leave this bag right here, and I push my my bag um, with uh, with the podcast equipment or the Pelican brief with the podcast equipment over to the spot. Meanwhile, carrying four weights in my backpack." I mean, yeah. And then I go back. It's no joke. It's no joke. Go back and get my other bag. Check the two bags. I don't know how everything got there, but it got there. The idea was for you to take it the day earlier Mm -hmm. so that it would safely make it to Austin because I was coming in at the last minute and there was weather. Of course. If if I couldn't make it. Smart. If we lose the bag, it's 24 hours. The whole point of you taking it the day early was to make sure that it got there safely. Yeah. Now I'm learning that it almost (laughs) didn't make it. Well, it made it three minutes to spare, two minutes yeah. to spare. Uh, I pushed that bag over. Somebody guarded. You could have stopped bag. for a drink. 
Sounds like you had time in a Starbucks. Getting a haircut. Uh, <laughs> so uh, get it there, and then walk uh, to the. Uh, to, to the uh, calmly walk to the security security with the weights and my uh, yeah in my bag. Well, if he would have been running, he would have been breaking his back. Uh, yeah, with I the know. Bricks it was it. Yeah. oh, it was terrible. I was oh, I was very lucky. There was no um, very very little line. I mean, so that is the advantage. Yeah, everything of, works out for Chris. Everything yeah, everything did work out because you live in the center of the the universe. Mm-hmm. You can wake up with a Pelican case full of a podcast equipment. 65 minutes before your flight and still make it. Did yeah. TSA ask you why you had four weights? Okay, so that's funny. On the way back. On the yeah. way back. They didn't ask me, but uh, I got I got popped. Whole, whole thing on the way back. Yeah, I got popped on the way back, and, and the TSA guy was making fun of me. But I'm not making a social media big deal out of it and no. trying to shame this person. No, not at all. Because it was funny. It was funny. He was actually... Picking, to relax. He was picking up the weights and yeah, he was doing like, arm curls with them. So <laughs> it was like, what is in here? It's pretty funny. He's like, what is in here? Weights? And I was like, yes, actually, those are weights. Those actually are weights. But it's hard to explain like why you bring weights. And, no, he understood because he said something about, well, the airline wants... He's like, well, you need to leave those in your check bag and make a donation to the airline. Yeah, that's why he did say that. Yeah. It, was, it was pretty funny. He had a good exchange. Yeah. But this was relaxed because we were there at the airport about an hour and a half early. No, we were not. We were still in the hotel an hour and a half <laughs> early before. I mean, it was it was well. We, we got to we we got to the airport. We were lucky there was no traffic in the other direction. It was bumper to bumper, but to the airport there was no traffic. We get to the airport. We check in. There's no line at the check in. There's no line at security. We get to the gate. We go grab something to eat, and then we immediately board. And for Farley, this is getting there this way too time. early. I, I'm sitting there in the in the hotel lobby talking to Matt from ASICS. Matt, if you're listening, sorry that yes. the conversation was interrupted. Doc's apologizes. I freaked out. He said, "Chris, we have to go." Well, we were like, Chris is like, we're leaving at nine in the morning, and I was like, okay, that's kind of late, but that's fine. I'll I'll do it for a ten forty flight. And then he shows up at nine fifteen and starts <laughs> glad handing everybody. And I was like, I was like, well, we were supposed to leave at nine. He's like, oh, we're waiting on everybody. And then uh, Kathy Kathy shows up. She's like, oh, everybody else already left. And you're on another. And Kathy's yeah, on and, a different and flight. And Kathy's on a different flight. And I was like, I'm still talking. And to he's Matt still from talking A6. to people. So yeah. I was like, he told me that we're waiting on people. I'm like. We're not waiting on anybody. Farley, we got to go. We got to go. Tess, you will never not travel with the podcast. We need you there, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> we obviously need you gotta there. Got to run a tight ship. Yes, uh, absolutely. All right. We made it. We made it back home. We did safely. it. Uh, we had a great time. Uh, we'll talk a little bit more about uh, Austin and the folks that we saw. Some other stories from Austin. But first, we had a great time. Docs and I were uh, lucky enough, through the help of Brooks, Big thanks to Brooks Running, Matt, uh, Rick, Dan, all the other folks who made it happen uh, for us. So we were lucky enough to sit down with the U.S.'s first female winner of the Boston Marathon in 33 years. Two-time Olympian Des Linden joins us next here on Pace the Nation. All right, welcome back to the program, and now we are excited to be at the Austin Convention Center here at the running event, the 2018 running event. This is Pace the Nation. I'm Chris Farley. Alongside of me, of course, my co-host, William E. Docs. Docs, what's up? How's it going, going, Chris? Good. Glad to be here in Austin. Uh It's our second time. We were here last year in Austin. That's true. had Had a great experience last year, had some great guests. And uh, look forward to uh, more of the same this year and a really exciting guest that we've got today. Who, who do we have today? Well, you know what? Let's bring her in. Without further ado, excited to be joined by the first women's champion of the Boston Marathon in 33 years, Brooks athlete Des Linden. Des, how are you? I'm doing really well. Thanks. Thanks for, thank you so much. For <laughs> really Thanks appreci- for having me here. Really this is exciting. A, really appreciate you joining us. Um, you know, we do a podcast, and you've done a million podcasts Thank since, you. Uh, you know, since Boston, since, uh, even before that. And, mm-hmm. you know, everybody starts with kind of the, the small talk. I mean, that's sort of like what the, mm-hmm. pod, you know, what, what they do. It's the formula. It's the formula. Yeah. You know, you sure. start mm-hmm. with the small talk before we get into the running talk, you know. So whenever I hear you, it's always coffee, <laughs> Linden and True, or it's bourbon, right? Yes. And um, the thing is, you don't drink coffee. I don't 
I don't drink coffee. I, I don't never really had coffee. Heels yeah. of the show. I <laughs> shut it down. I, I <laughs> and and I drink Miller Light. So I mean that's not. He really doesn't know what bourbon is. I, I mean I know like you you can have a Jack and Coke and that's bourbon right? But that's not like the bourbon you're. Into. That's a good. Um, it's an entry level yeah. situation. So you you've got potential. I mean it could turn for you. <laughs> well, we we are here at the running event. She's going to be doing a Thursday night whiskey tasting and autograph session. Uh, that's going to be tonight. So I mean by the time this podcast comes out it'll right. be too late for everybody it everybody missed it but ha- <laughs> i mean but I-, I will ask the same small talk question sure. like how did you become an aficionado aficionado of of bourbon um if that's the correct term for it i call myself an enthusiast because okay. i'm not really all that knowledgeable i just really like it mm-hmm. um and you know through tasting and s- the social experience of it like sitting down and putting three different bottles next to each other and comparing and mm-hmm. um that sort of thing become a fan and obviously educated myself but uh it started just kind of being fresh out of college and Mm -hmm. um living with roommates and we thought it would be kind of funny to just go get a bottle of knob creek at costco it's just massive thing and um yeah it's sort of just a joke and we're like we'll sit around and sip bourbon like we're adults except we're not (laughs) (laughs) and then it was actually pretty good and then we got more and and we started collecting and tasting the whole thing yeah that well you know that was I don't know how I missed that. I was more of a, uh, you, you like you, good he would craft do like, beer. I do, I do. Yeah. He, Chris would do like uh, tasting with his friends. They would taste Coors Light, Miller Light, <laughs> and Bud Light. It is well documented on the show. I'm a big Miller Light I guy, love but, it. but consistency. And, and right? then the and then the coffee. Now you have your own coffee cup. You and your husband and 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 the Trues have a co- Linda. Tell tell us about that. Yeah, so it started out pretty small, and it was just kind of. Um, I'm going to out these guys, but Ben and, and Ryan have this internet bromance. Like mm-hmm. they didn't even know each other, but they like used Instagram and like would like each other's pictures yep. all the time. Um, <laughs> so that he, Ben was roasting coffee and Ryan's like, Oh, that's so cool. Like Ben's amazing. I should probably roast coffee too. Cause he likes coffee as well. And so they started, you know, getting these roasters dialed and, uh, just a, probably a month and a half before Boston. It was like, well, we should do a small little pop up. Okay. And, um, that's how they month and a half before Boston. What year? This year? This year. Oh, wow. So it was okay. Last second. We're okay. just like, I oh, will just test it out and, you know, see if anybody actually likes this stuff and if we can start putting a brand together. Um, and it was really just kind of thrown together in a month and a half. And then, <laughs> and then we kind of crushed in Boston. Yeah. And <laughs> the whole thing got flipped upside down. And um, now they're really into it. And So it's a real thing it's now. It's a real thing. Wow, Linden and awesome. True Coffee. You can go to coffeebylt.com. Okay. And it's all online. So. Well, that's how we're going to get introduced to coffee. That's is, how, what we need to through, do. Yeah, yes. I think so. So <laughs> we, we finally need an introduction and finally have a reason to. There we go. Um, so... Some congratulations are in order, uh, Docs. Uh, not running related for her again. We'll get to running, I promise. Mm-hmm. But Later. Uh, Later. she she officially became a Linden <laughs> on Monday. I, I I saw that you tweeted congratulations. Thank you. Now I I, I bring that up because my wife, who you <laughs> yes. know, Julie Cully, is still a Cully and not mm-hmm. a Farley. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's me trying to. Uh, passive aggressively, mm-hmm. you know, talk to her through the podcast, but that's fine. But no, congr- was it a hard, long process? Please I don't say blame no. her. Yeah, it, <laughs> no, um, you don't blame it, her. <laughs> it took me. It took me five years. Like okay. we've been married for five years, and I'm a procrastinator, so it's right. it's on me. But man, you don't. You go into the social security, and they're like, <laughs> "You forgot this. You forgot that." I found out my uh, marriage certificate isn't even certified. They're like, "That's not real." I'm like, "I'm really? not even married. Like, right. we can cancel all of this." So <laughs> you find out a lot, and it took a long, way longer than I thought. So I was very proud to have that done. Well, congr- <laughs> congratulations! Uh, you're a great follow on Twitter. It's uh, it's Des underscore Linden, right? Correct. On, on yeah. Twitter and. I've been following. I've been obsessing over her tweet stuff. <laughs> I know. I, I, I know. And, and I'm like, I, I, I think I've, I've crafted the interview. And we can, you know, go whichever way with the interview. But I've crafted the interview kind of based on a lot of your tweets. Okay. And, um, you know, we can go on tangents and all that sure. stuff. But I, I, I wanted to kind of start with, like, I, I do feel like you have become a more uh, a, a powerful brand uh, since Boston. You are more active on Twitter, on social media. Um, you know, I, I, he had a great video of, 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 of you before New York uh, with Brooks, which yeah. I thought was amazing. Um, so w- what's the motivation for that? Is it because you're 35 and, you know, <laughs> running isn't going to last forever and you want to, you know, 
do something with this running that's it, kind of the next phase or what, what's kind of your motivation yeah, be, be behind being more active kind of social media and other places I think um, it's the, the storytelling of it mm -hmm. all you know I think people want to feel like they're a part of what we're doing and I have this incredible platform and um, you know Brooks has done some really great things to showcase my personality yeah. uh, Everyone's told me I have a great personality for a really long time. <laughs> I, I, I always thought it was an insult, but now it's right. my time to shine and right. really put it out there. Um, no, I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I actually, uh, <laughs> I agree, you do. But no, it's, it's, I mean, I think that's the part of the job. I mean, social media wasn't around years before, but we right. have this really great platform where we can share our, our journey and you can talk about the ups and downs and you can do it with your personality and make people feel like they're a part of it. Um, Honestly, Twitter's this thing where like it's probably exactly what I'm thinking in the moment, right. and I'm like, yeah, this Kit Kat, I ate it like this. Right? Yeah, like, you had oh it on the plane, right? Or, or coming <laughs> and, here? Yeah. Yeah, it's just things that I find amusing or funny or whatever, and it's like straight to the phone, and you can share it with people. I, so. I think it is hilarious. So, so your sort of themes that you have is this is downtime. So, <laughs> what does this is downtime mean? Yeah, that's my break, man. Like okay. that's where you do all the things that you normally um, are holding off on when you're in training and you know it's sleeping in yep. and staying up late and having a couple extra drinks and right. crowd surfing crowd surfing maybe <laughs> right <laughs> i almost the did the event. tweet this morning and right. i'm like you know what i should probably <laughs> put down the phone probably think yeah. on this one yeah. first you know give it a, a little time to marinate i don't have any images which is probably good too. right so downtime is yeah um that's the fun stuff and I think. it's important but yeah. it's not too long and it's not a lot of what you do obviously you train all the time yeah. and so that is this is fitness and yes. I like that hashtag as well. What yeah. is this is fitness? Yeah, that's that sweet spot where you're just so dialed and y you find out like it's the you might be a runner if um, but taken to this like high level of right. like I'm so ready to race. Um, so yeah, there's just all these really funny things like that happen at in that space and like only runners really get it. It's like, oh, I had a glass of wine and right. like I was I got drunk and right. like this is so horrible. But One glass. Yeah, 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 but it's also awesome cuz you're like I'm yeah. so fit, that hit me so hard. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's just a weird space and then I did I'm going to I'll probably steal a line here though, but yeah. uh, there was a weird time in between where I'm, I'm getting back into running, um, but I'm also like just coming off of downtime and it was very confusing, and I put this as purgatory. Right. <laughs> like, I, yep, I don't know what this is. <laughs> yep. Well, I mean, I, so kind of getting into your running, I mean, and, and kind of why you're so successful, I, I think this tweet sort of summed it up. Uh, you said running is more than a task. Running is a lifestyle. And I think that's when this is fitness really is is happening for you is that it is. And I, I, don't, I think people don't really understand. Like, I, I, w I would say probably every decision you are making is based around your running. Is that fair? Sure, absolutely. I mean, I'm, you've lived it firsthand, so you know. Yeah. But um, it is. It's like, how does this help me? And if, if, it, if I don't have an answer to it, save it till later. You know, right. Save it till downtime. Right, um, right. But every decision is like, how is this going to benefit my running? And if I don't have an answer to that, then you rethink the whole thing. So right, it's, right. And that's kind of how you live your day. And it's from the like, what time should I wake up? Should right. I need to sleep in? Is that going to benefit me more? Or do I need to go out the door and run before it's too hot or whatever? And, you know, it's, that's how you start your day. And every decision that follows afterwards is kind of geared towards that answer. Yeah. And Docs, you were doing some, you did some, some crack research. And, and what's really surprising that what you, you said she didn't win a state title in high school and... I mean, yeah, how, I mean how she, would could, you, she could tell us, you know. How, how would you describe your high school career? Um, You're one of the best runners in the world right now. <laughs> how would you, you must have been one of the best in the world it in was, high school. I think it's probably deceiving because um, I, I didn't have a, a state championship, right? Okay. But um, there's only in, in California, there had never been a female who had won as a freshman and then won four state titles. Right. And the first person in history to do that was Sarah Hall. Mm -hmm. um, and I was second place my <laughs> okay. in my freshman year, and that's amazing, right? As a yeah. In California, and you're runner-up at the state meet, like, yeah. you're going to do great things. And normally people go, wow, that's incredible. But Sarah Hall won that year, and it was like, this is the first time that's ever happened. Exactly, and she yeah. has this potential to do something that's never been done before and forget everybody else, right? Right. Um, so, I mean, I was always kind of on the cusp and I, I made the uh, state final um, in the 1600 meters as, as a freshman which is pretty rare as well um, but again you had the Sarah Halls and um, 
uh, Anita Soraki was yeah, at that time. Yeah, some studs, um, right? Yeah, Alicia Craig was yeah. in there, and so it's just really, really great time for running. And so I, you know, I was kind of this second tier person, but who was actually really pretty, pretty decent. Pretty good, right? <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> I thought yeah, it was okay. <laughs> so I, I mean, yeah, you mentioned some names who are still relevant names today running. I mean, what is? It, it's incredible. Well, I want to talk New York City Marathon, where you sure. were six. You had four U.S. women in the top ten. I mean, it yeah. was it, where U.S. running is right now is just absolutely incredible, right? Yeah. I mean, kind of speak to that. Yeah, it's cool. And, I, like, I think back about the high school time, and it's like, this, this is so sad that I'm saying this, but you had the Internet, and that was the first time you could look up results and see what someone was doing across the state or, you know, what was happening in a different, a different section in your conference. And um, it just changed the the bar for what people yeah. were doing and the expectations and i think you're seeing that again and i don't know if it's a social media thing we're talking about it more we're sharing the journey more um or it's the group training thing where you have so many people working together and you see it on a day-to-day basis but there certainly has been a resurgence and um this the depth is is there now and so you yeah. have more breakthroughs when you have a lot of depth yeah and i mean again new york was a great example of that uh such a, a great U.S. representation, including yourself, but maybe a little disappointing at New York for you? Or, I mean, it's hard when you win Boston, <laughs> like, to, to, to go and race. And I, it's crazy to say that sixth would be disappointing. Or maybe that's not disappointing. How would you feel about New York? Yeah, I mean, Boston... It's a tough act to follow, yeah. for sure. Yeah. So it's, a, it's always a little bit tricky coming back from that. Um, obviously, I, I switched coaches right. leading into New York. Uh, we had a pretty... Cr- crazy year with appearances and demands right. and and then obviously you don't want to stop training but you want to balance opportunities and so um definitely disappointed with six there wasn't the a goal by any means but when i put perspective to it and the changes we've you know gone through this year and um all the things that have been on my plate i thought i managed it really well mm-hmm. and so six was like okay that's that's solid for this type of year um and I think I raced different than I ever have before, so that was a, a really good exercise to a degree, and yep. to see how I can manage that situation. And it's never going to be my strongest race tactic, but I thought, again, solid. Yeah. So and and what did you do different? I I was d- I not an aggressor at any point really. <coughs> It was pretty late in the race where, where I was like, okay, this pace is way too slow. Right. Um, and so it was certainly a race that suited more of the half marathon, 25K mm-hmm. speed type person. Um, but I definitely wanted to see what I could do in that scenario and, and not having to go out front from mile one and say, mm-hmm. let's make this honest, uh, just to kind of test it out. You know, I've never done that before. Well, you said, uh, again, I'm going back to your tweets, initially irritated, but a new experience and more knowledge was incredibly valuable. Train test tweak refine repeat onward I, I love that yeah i mean that and that's what you got to do after a race because you have had setbacks i mean yeah. the, 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 the the london olympics you know sure. you were <laughs> you, you were uh, you lined i don't recall you lined up to yeah. race and, and and didn't finish the race yeah i i had a nagging thing well it felt nagging um going into it so mm-hmm. it was like i don't know if i was gonna race or not you not take the spot um anyhow i i lined up knowing that would be really hard to get to the finish right um and i dropped out like two miles and it was just like this is this is definitely here and it's not going to go away throughout the marathon so it was yeah Yeah, tough to step off i mean well i mean it (laughs) and it it was a stress fraction it was yeah Yeah, for for anybody (laughs) who doesn't know right no (laughs) it's a yeah femoral stress fracture so and and, and, you know (laughs) it just is such a great testament that uh, you know you could have hung them up and you know you, you you made the olympics and that was probably a, a huge goal for you throughout your life and you made it and you know and then you experienced and you could have moved on with life but then you came back and then did better and went to rio and were seventh at, yes. at rio i yeah. mean that that must have been incredible there too because the olympics is the pinnacle of what right. m- most runners think of right yeah well maybe boston is not bad either <laughs> but, but but yeah rio tell us about that experience yeah, it was, it was really great. It was super yeah. rewarding. Um, I think, you know, we're sitting at the Brooks booth, and it yeah. deserves mentioning that they supported me when I was, at, you know, having this sure. horrible moment and said, hey, we're going to think long-term. And, um, you know, obviously, Kevin and Keith, the same thing. It was like, let's look at this from a long-term perspective, and not a lot of brands um, yeah. or people want to do that with you. So it was I was very lucky to be partnered with the right people to to say, hey, let's slowly chip away at this thing. You don't have to be great or back 100% tomorrow. Um, Let's 
build up to Rio make that team. And so um, it was a whole process and definitely super rewarding because yeah. there's no guarantee. I mean, you want that opportunity, right. and um, but a lot can happen in four years. And obviously the marathon's just getting deeper and deeper. So to be able to get back to that fit fitness level and then um, cross the finish line right. in Rio is fantastic. And it sounds like a silly thing. Like I was really happy to just cross the finish line. You obviously dream of the medals and you want the A race. Um, I thought I maximized my fitness, but really that right. day I was just thrilled to cross the finish line. Well, <laughs> I, I want to talk more about, you, you touched on Brooks. We want to talk more about Brooks. They are such a great yeah. partner for us, for you. I mean, they're obviously, they are amazing. So I want to touch on them more, but uh, you mentioned you, 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 you're in Michigan, you changed coaches. I, I want to talk a little about your training uh, for, for New York City. Uh, and let me reference a tweet here real quick. Uh, <laughs> back, to hunting, yes. uh, back to the Twitter. Back to the Twitter. Deer hunting season in Michigan, which means you have to run. Uh, <clears throat> you have to be far more cautious and strategic about potty stops on the run. Deer cameras are real pure Michigan. Uh, hashtag pure <laughs> Michigan. What are deer cameras? Deer cameras? Yeah. So the hunters put them out to see what's walking through the fields, right? Okay. And so they'll... They're motion activated and a deer goes through and you're like, oh, there's a five point here. Or, oh, there's a nine <laughs> right. point or, you know, there's a lot of dough, but there's no bucks. I'm going to go somewhere else. So okay. they're camoed out and they're hidden and like they're just trying to get movement. So like if you go do a number two and right, right. fire one of these things off, <laughs> right. like that is not a five point. I don't know what that is. <laughs> so I'm just saying right. be careful. So how was training in, in Michigan, <laughs> California? Then you uh, obviously went to Arizona State, but then to Michigan. Um, yeah. Obviously, if, if people think of Michigan, they think of cold, they think of dreary, they think of whatever they yeah. think of. But <laughs> how deer is hunting. And they think of deer hunting. Deer hunting how, no. how, <laughs> I mean, why does Michigan work for you? Yeah, I mean, obviously, um, joining the <coughs> team out of college, the Hansons sure. Brooks was a huge uh, motivation to go out there. And yeah. they obviously set me up for long-term success. Um, I fell in love with the area pretty quickly and... Rochester Hills is fantastic. It's dirt roads for miles and, you know, metro parks that they'll clear the the running path before the road because they want people to have a great spot to, to go put some miles in and it's safe and the whole sure. thing. So it's been been great. And then uh, Ryan, who my husband, I met out there, his mm -hmm. family has a place in Charlevoix, Michigan. Okay. So you start, I'm going to do the hand thing, but up, right. up by the fingertips. <laughs> right. um, and beautiful area just I, I don't know if i need to be by water because the california thing but right. you're on lake michigan and it's vast and you know you can't see across you feel like you're at the ocean and uh charlevoix their own little lake there and um so i i actually really love that area and it's uh you can go out in iran and see more cows than right. cars and i yeah. just like the serenity and the peacefulness and the quiet yeah. um so yeah, we've just started spending a lot of time up there, but it's it's a gorgeous place to run. So you got a new new coach. Who's your new coach? And um, with Walt Drent. So okay. he's a new old coach. Right, new yeah. old coach. He was with you at Arizona State. <laughs> Correct. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. So yeah. Walt's co coaching you. You training by yourself out there? Who, who For your the husband? Most part, like yeah, what, yeah. Uh, I mean, Ryan will hop in every now and yeah. then. Um, he does the Ironman stuff, okay. so um, he'll jump in some workouts occasionally. A lot of long runs, mm -hmm. and uh, it's good. I mean, he's a person who. He works the full-time job, he does the coffee, right. and he trains. And so anytime I'm being like a touch lazy, I'm just like, <laughs> right. look at him look. and I feel <laughs> like a horrible human. I'm like, I you, need to be doing more. Yeah, you like sleep 10 hours a night, yes. and he's probably grinding for like, whatever he's, yeah. yeah. It, something, he's doing something <laughs> right, for right. sure. Right, uh, that's that's very cool. Uh, so uh, we've we talked about Brooks, and I want to talk about the Boston Marathon too before we get you out of here. But Brooks, uh, what a great partner they've been. You've been with them for, for, for 13 years, and um, I want to ask a couple specific things. Let's, yeah. Let me ask about the shoes at Boston. Um, I was actually in Seattle um, a couple months ago, I think, and I believe, I'm not sure, and, and maybe uh, Matt or somebody would have to tell, I think they were the actual shoes you wore. So do you have those all black shoes that were special makeup and tell us about those yeah. shoes those ones are in seattle okay I so yeah they, i might have seen I them signed okay. them and gave them back to those guys and okay. i have a couple other pairs um yeah we're definitely seeing a change in racing flats yeah, and right. shoe technology Absolutely. and i think you know brooks is saying hey we've have these athletes and we want them to have a level playing field and we got to get into it and we have to make something that is comparable um i obviously can't go into all of the things sure. they've done but Brooks has never said, hey, let's be second best. Um, they're trying to make the shoe better than anything else out there. Right. Um, all that being said, that shoe I got, uh, it wasn't Nikhil, it was Brian from the team, the shoe yep. team came out. He got on a flight to Traverse City and flew out on 
third, maybe it was Wednesday. Okay. And before I the Monday race. Before the Monday race, and I flew out Thursday, so wow. I got one just kind of mild workout in with them That's unbelievable. and then it was like I took both pairs of Hyperion and then this new one to right. the start and I was like I don't know I don't know and they're like what are you going to do and I'm like I'm not sure and it was a game time decision so, so wow so you decided yeah. last minute <laughs> to wear these all black Brand I remember new. I was at I was in Boston at the finish line and, and it was I was at this bar with this other vendor and the buzz was what the heck are those shoes what are they yeah. what are those shoes it was another vendor who was really very curious along with yeah. all a lot of people were like what are those so you would never run a, a distance because we, you know, we talked to a lot of like you know marathoners or who are middle of the packers, or whatever. And the, you know, people say, "Well, don't try anything new on race day." <laughs> this was basically <laughs> flying in the Biggest face of day. all that. Yeah. I was just going to say it's one hundred and one, but yeah. also you know, do as I say, not right, as I right, do. Right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. <laughs> but uh, I I had them on the Thursday before I flew out, and I did two miles, four by eight hundred, two miles. Yeah. And I was like, okay, like they're feel okay. Yeah. But even when when they brought him out, he was like, go run up and down on the street. I'm like in a pair of jeans and <laughs> out in front of a coffee coffee shop. I'm like, I don't know, they they feel good. They feel. And then they were like getting better and better. So, That's awesome. Um, yeah, but any uh, uh, the weather was so crazy right. that it was like. It's not going to be the shoes. Right. It's going to be good. something right, else. Right, right, <laughs> All right. We do want to talk boss. I want to say yeah. still on, on, on Brooks real quick. I mean, there's so many opportunities for someone like yourself to move from what people consider a smaller niche brand brooks right mm -hmm. why'd you decide i mean <laughs> you know i'm sure there's a lot of factors but you've decided to commit your entire career with brooks why yeah i mean they've treated me incredibly well which you know i think super lucky to have them as a partner but there's a there's a ton of reasons. Honestly, the product's fantastic. Sure, and absolutely. like if you know what works for you, like I'm, I'm not going to mess around with that. So yep. that's number one. Two, they're a great partner. You know, they run only, and yep. they want to be great in this space, and I want to be a great runner, and it's just a natural partnership. Um, and it's a partnership. It's right. not like a, it's not a sponsorship. It's we want to help you, and I want to help them, and yep. so it it does feel like um, I can bring something to the table for this brand, uh, which is really great. Uh, not a lot of athletes can right. for companies. And so um, it's always figuring out how to do that in a creative way and something that's useful for them. Like, what can I bring to the table for and, you and, guys? And, and Doc's last night, we were at dinner. You were at the other <laughs> side of the table. Yeah. But she's sitting, you know, having dinner with the CEO of the company. I yeah. mean, how many other brands would you be sitting at right. the CEO of the company? I mean, that and that's super cool. And that yeah. speaks a lot to the to Brooks and Jim as well. Absolutely. And it's it's fun they're so passionate about it yeah. it just makes so much sense <laughs> well the video uh, of you before new york city was awesome um it's uh it, it, we, we will tweet out a link at pace the nation it nice. is a it's a great great video i'm sure everybody has, who's listening has seen it uh 26.2 questions with desi uh, i feel like we're getting close to our 26.2 questions but i do <laughs> want to get to boston here um so i mean what a life-changing experience, right? I mean, it, it really, I mean, it gives me like like chills, like life-changing, right? Yeah. I mean, there's no other way to describe it. I mean, there's plenty of other ways to describe it, but <laughs> well, why don't you let her have an opportunity yeah, that's to describe good point. it? Yeah. No, that's, uh, I think that's a fantastic way to describe it. Yeah. And, um, you know, I live for the sport. I love the running part and you want to do that as long as you can, but there's also this business side and yeah. it did it really changed my life because it's a ton of new opportunities and um you know i think it's i was at the lions game uh thanksgiving game the other day mm -hmm. and they put me in these really nice seats and they put the the video of me finishing boston that's on the, awesome. the big screen and on i'm thanksgiving? like thanksgiving like that's an iconic like yeah. lions play on thanksgiving wow and that's cool right yeah. and then i looked at ryan and i was like it's november and people are <laughs> It's still something yeah. people are talking about. Yeah. And, that's, I, and I think it's because it was it's such an amazing race and there's so much history. But also, I mean, I've been working really hard at making it exciting. And I, some people look at it as self-promoting. I see it as talking about the sport. Like, let's get this on the video in November. Like, let's talk yeah. about running right. off-season. This, this is great for the sport. It's great for me. Um, and, you know, I've just been trying to capitalize as much as possible on the opportunity for myself for sure. the sport for Brooks, you know, across the board. So yeah, I mean, you've done you've done a great job with that. The first winner, first American woman's winner in 33 years since 1985 of the Boston Marathon. Um, 
you did a number of amazing things, and I'm wondering what stands out to you as the best. The Lions game I didn't even know about. I mean, and I and I stalk you on Twitter, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you were in Good Morning America. Uh, you threw out the first pitch at a Sun Devils game. Um, you were at the Billboard Music Awards. Mm-hmm. Uh, met Taylor Swift or gave Taylor Swift. Uh, tell me about that. She's very tall. <laughs> yeah, compared to you, <laughs> yes. very tall. I was like, oh. Yes. Shoot, I wear the wrong shoes. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, that was... Uh, I've never felt more out of my element. Like really? it, was, it was a little stressful. And there was like, you're like, oh, this production has a lot of moving parts. Like literally stuff like stages were moving. And they're like, just like, here's your lines. They gave us lines like a week ahead of time. And then okay. like, as the as the show was going on, they're like, actually, you're saying this. Actually, you're saying this. And then they're like, you know what? Just read the thing. And we're like, oh my God. Like, <laughs> What do I do? Yeah. Yeah. So it was, it was weirdly stressful. <laughs> more nervous for that or the Boston Marathon? Oh, for sure that. For I'm the, fine the, in Boston. The, I know the, the way, you know. I know what yeah. to do. <laughs> yeah, there is a, uh, a a quick gif or gif I don't know what it is of, of you hugging Taylor <laughs> Swift, and you can see the ta- the, the height yeah. difference. So <laughs> I also saw you. Are you a Taylor Swift fan? You were at a concert that was that like a you got like a special VIP concert or no? You just no, just a re- just yeah. a regular so show. Just a, Honestly, just I think Ryan's a fan, but okay. I was like, cool, <laughs> okay. I'll go too. I yeah, guess. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's very cool. Well, she's on Pace the Nation, too. That's another. That's know, a big, big one. Yeah. Exactly. Big, she's yeah. not going to name that, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, Taylor Swift probably listens, so she has to say, yes, she's a fan. Of course. Right, right, right. Yeah. 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 That's, that's a good <laughs> point. Hi, Tay Tay. So, on 4.30, you tweeted, believe you belong. And this was 4.30, April 30th, so just after the marathon. It said, believe you belong. Be your own biggest fan. And... This one's the biggest one for me is keep showing up, which yeah. I think is just a mantra of yours that is just incredible. So tell us about keep showing up. Yeah, I, it was just something that I needed to hear. Um, again, it was very in the moment tweet that I wrote. And yeah. it was like, it's going through this like, I don't know, it was like a rough patch in my running. And it was like, some days were fantastic. And I'm like, this is this is how it's supposed to feel. This is what I should be doing. Right. I'm like, so made for mm-hmm. this. And then you know inexplicably the next day you just feel absolutely horrible <laughs> and it's just running right that's right. what it is but it, it made me stop and pause like don't think long term about any of this just show up for today yeah. show up for this run exactly. show up for this mile and you just simplify it and it's 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 really simple just keep showing up and then don't go from there right. like, don't don't count yourself out before you have to right. <laughs> it's amazing how uh, complicated running can be <laughs> but how 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 you simplify yeah. running just with that expression. Yeah. That's what everybody should be doing, whether right. you're middle of the pack, whether you're trying to, right. to win Boston. It, it's really about uh, not season to season, but year to year and just keep showing up. Yeah. It's yeah. awesome. And yeah. it, it, you, do you think that what defines you? As in, is that the reason why your you're... Your career? Yeah, your career. Probably. Yeah. I mean, I've been runner-up everywhere yeah. forever you know and <laughs> yep. there's the whole it takes 2011 seven, yeah. you're like two seconds at boston well, runner up yeah high school state champion i lost by eight seconds i'm yep. like who does that yep. but um a couple times at the olympic trials i believe yep. you're runner up so, yeah yeah so does that make boston that much better yeah yeah i mean <laughs> yeah, yeah like you want to have the breakthrough it doesn't matter and I, I i went through that process too like last fall or is, you know maybe i should just do a detroit marathon right. or um, Marine Corps or right. something just to l- scaled back a little bit because I would love to win. Right. You should come to Marine Corps. Come to, come to DC anyway. Yeah, DC, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, yeah. It, it, I've heard amazing things about that race, yeah. so I, it's certainly on my bucket list. Yeah. But, um, you know, I was it was that point where I was like, oh, maybe I should just step yeah. back and do something smaller so I can have this win and at least have that on the res. Like, get right. it on the resume. And, yeah. Um, but, yeah, having it at Boston is way better. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I, I got to ask, so were you literally thinking you might drop out <laughs> is that really true yeah. that you literally thought it was you horrible did yeah. you watch the race oh, I, was was at the race. I was inside the bar <laughs> yeah, i was inside exactly. the bar that you day like, i wasn't going out there see and you were like yeah. i was thinking about going out but i'm actually <laughs> right. thinking no, I'm gonna i was so gonna go watch and cheer but no way i do feel like it went through everybody's mind but early on it was like this is you know if i go te- too deep into the well here right and how long is it going to take to recover from this? You know, mm-hmm. that that was a 26.2 mile yeah. race that felt like 30 miles. If you hit the wall or, you know, if it just, I, I thought with the point of my career, had to be really smart with that. Yeah. Um, but again, it's like the whole thing where you're thinking about this long-term stuff and you should just be in that moment. Right. Keep showing up in right. this moment. So. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, uh, yeah, it's it, it it was an amazing day. I, I, I there's a couple articles I want to tweet out. I, I really enjoyed the one on Runner's World where it gave perspectives from like your agent Josh, who's here over here to to our right, and um, you know some of the some of the elite athlete coordinators at uh, yeah. at, at at the Boston Marathon. Your sister, um, you know, and just all their perspectives I, I, your coach kevin and it, there was there was some great really i, I really enjoyed that I, I like that one i like the one that uh uh the espn article i thought was a good um good one a, by a bonnie by, ford. by bonnie ford yeah. so both those we will tweet out <laughs> at pace the nation i really but i really thought the everybody else's perspective was was really cool um yeah. so just real quick on that like how was it for your, for Ryan and Josh and your family yeah. and your coaches? And I mean, that must have been just like a you, you, crazy for you, but crazy for them too, right? Yeah. I mean, I think if you want to know what they were thinking, you just got to watch the end of that race. Right, you right, know? right. And um, it's such a team effort out there. Like you're out there running alone, but there's so much that goes into it. And you get those articles do a great job of yeah. putting that out there and you get that perspective. But um, it was you know, you just want to get to the finish line and see those guys and, and celebrate that yeah. together. At, and so at, what, at what point do you have that feeling in, in Boston this year? Like at at what point do you say, man, I can't wait to get to the finish and celebrate <laughs> this? Um, I don't know. I guess it depends how the race is unfolding. But no, but for in Boston. This year? Oh, this year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When did you have that thought? Yeah. Um, like s- seeing them probably like halfway through Boylston honestly yeah. I thought it was like a, still a race I didn't right. I had yeah. no concept of what was going on behind me I'm like right. Right, this is where I got out kicked last yeah, time yeah, yeah, like yeah. be tough get right, ready right. to fight and like right. yeah. you know I was hunkering you down were, for a battle and, and you then had like, like a apparently I could have right, tied right, my shoe or whatever <laughs> <laughs> right yeah good thing you didn't need that's to that's okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, well that's awesome well uh, before we get you out of here what, what what's next uh, what are you after the running event you're here for the running event for Brooks right and then so what? and tonight you'll have whiskey tasting and autographs uh here thursday at uh here in austin but uh after all this fun what's yeah. next for you yeah i get get myself back into shape yeah which is you know we're in, this is purgatory <laughs> right um right. and then i'll do a spring marathon that'll be announced very soon cool so very good um, on this show yeah on the yeah. show come back <laughs> on the show and, and it's going to be <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> um but so spring marathon spring marathon and then we'll fill in the rest uh that's the, cool the build up stuff that's very Soon, cool. Well, know, that's so. that, that's awesome. Well, yeah. yeah, it's it's been a thrill to have us uh, have you on on the show. Have us like we're yeah. yeah it's it must have been great for you. We were just talking before, like he, Doc's and our college teammates, and you know, you must have felt the same way when you went to the Olympics with with Amy, uh, Craig, and yeah. you guys were college teammates, and. You know, Basically we do this podcast together. Yeah. yeah, they go to the Olympics together. I don't know what's bigger. Um, we should get, like, matching tattoos or something. Yes. <laughs> we definitely uh, did you guys? <laughs> did you and Amy? No, maybe we should talk about that. Yeah, yeah. You should, you it's like Freudian. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> all right, well, it, this is fantastic. Uh, I want to thank all the folks, uh, uh, Matt uh, and, and Dan and, and Rick and everybody from Brooks who helped set this up. Of course, Jim, who was at our dinner last night, um, who helped uh, set, a, set this interview up for with us. Uh, Desi, it's been a real, real pleasure. Uh, hopefully, we get to talk to you again down there. And thank Josh uh, for, yeah. for you know helping uh, facilitate this as well. Uh, it's been a real pleasure. Really hope we get a chance to talk to you down the road. Absolutely, it's been Be- great. Best of luck. That's Des Linden. She joined us on Pace the Nation. We're going to take a break and be right back right after this. All right, welcome back to the program. Thanks again to superstar Des Linden for joining us today on Pace the Nation. Um, she couldn't relate to us at all, Tess, because um, Docs and I aren't coffee drinkers. We're not bourbon drinkers. Mm-hmm. And she's in downtime, as everybody just heard. And, uh, you know, she's spent some time uh, drinking a lot of coffee and a lot of bourbon. This woman speaks my language. <laughs> so your coffee and, and bur- bourbon. These See, are my two how favorite. Are you, how are you drinks, not there? Test drinks bourbon flavored coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that sounds amazing. So so she was in line. Uh, so a, a number of things just to follow up about Des. Uh-huh. I know, Docs, you probably have a couple things too. Okay. Uh, she was, think a couple she, things. She had a line for people to sign uh you know, a poster of her mm-hmm. at the at, at five o'clock that night. Yeah, and 
she was taking a tiny bourbon shot with every single person who came through the line. Okay, by tiny... It was a sip. She was sipping on bourbon. Yeah, it was a sip. But still. Yeah. I mean, that is... Hardcore impressive. I mean, this woman. That's uh, probably why we didn't see her at the at the party later on that night. <laughs> right. That's, that's <laughs> She's probably woman, all partied out from the, the expo. This woman is ninety five pounds. We, we, you know, we of course will tweet out the picture of us together uh, at Pace the Nation. What kind of bourbon does she drink? You know, that's a good question. It's not Jack and Coke. I, I determined that. Mm. I mean, I'm sorry, Jack. I yeah, think of, Coke. Coke <laughs> yeah, is not Coke bourbon, is not bourbon anyway. Yeah, exactly. Uh, which is rail. Um, but she's. More of a connoisseur. Well, she didn't say she's a connoisseur. I can't remember exactly mm-hmm. what she said. We interviewed her a couple of days ago. But uh, I, I don't know. The question is a good one, Tess. Were people drinking with her? Yes. So it was just yes. her sipping? Or no, they had. No. They, you go up and if you wanted to partake, you could as well. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. So that was. Uh, you can was, ask Tara. She went. Yeah. That's, she, Tara can give you the full account the full of lowdown. the full experience. So yeah. just very, very impressive. Um, also. Uh, she mentioned, I don't know whether this made the interview or not, and if it didn't, maybe you'll add it to, to the uh, post uh, uh, Easter egg or something, Docs. I don't know if the mics were on, but go ahead. Okay. Well, we she did. mentioned that we should get matching tattoos because we compared ourselves to her and uh-huh. Amy Craig. You yeah. Know, you and I were college teammates. Right. Her and Amy Craig. Well, let's talk about this for a second. Yeah. This, this I made I made the classic blunder of telling Chris <laughs> my jokes going into it. <laughs> I because then he I kept did. stealing them. We've done that. Yeah. Uh, how many times and have like, we done that? So when we do an interview or something, like Chris is like, do you have anything to add? I'm like, nope. You've nope, no, I don't have anything. He's like, you have a whole page of notes. I'm like, don't read my notes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have so many times I have pawned off his jokes as my own jokes yeah. and people laugh. Um, and, but then also I don't like it. It kills me because I will like craft it. I'll like reword it and rewrite right, it. And right. I'm like, go for a run and play it in my yep. head. And then Chris gets like 65% of it and, and <laughs> the timing is off and everything like right. that. And I'm like... It's so painful. Yeah, but it yes, is. that was my that was my joke. Was, All right, so explain, the Amy, explain, Amy, explain the j- joke. Just break down the joke. I yeah. was just going to tell her that that we can relate. We're so very similar to her because uh, she has worked with one of her college teammates in Rio, mm-hmm. Amy Craig, and I work with one of my college teammates on this podcast. So we basically have the same story. We have the same story. We have mm-hmm. done. We have made it together. Like yeah. we have, we yeah. have a podcast. They We've, made an Olympic team together. Yeah, exactly. It's same story. Same story. Yeah, I think. Um, and so she told us to get matching tattoos. Yes. So, so then, we did. So we <laughs> we did. <laughs> so as we were riding out of Austin, there was a tattoo parlor, and Doc said, uh, "Let's get that let's unicorn. Get the, let's get that. Yeah, the unicorn. Exactly. So uh, I have a giant unicorn on my back." The whole thing, and then Farley's gonna get his. Uh, we actually were late getting to the you airplane didn't do it at the same time. Well, there was one artist, yeah. and so I think Farley, you're gonna go back to Austin next week, next yeah. week, and get it. But I have my whole back; it's just an entire <laughs> unicorn now. We were thinking of way. I mean, this is gonna be a very popular podcast with a celebrity like Des Linden on. But we figured, how could we make it really viral mm-hmm. if we got matching tattoos as she had suggested? Mm-hmm. Um, so we did whatever we yeah. whatever Des said. We now drink coffee, bourbon, and we have matching tattoos. So I'm sorry to to, to have to tell you, Tess, you're going to have to get a unicorn mm-hmm. tattoo if you want to stay on the show. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> um, and it has to take up your whole back. Yes, I don't even have to pick the location. No, it has to be matching. Yeah, it's got to be matching. It's got to be on your back. So mm-hmm. that's it. That's your commitment to the show. It's done. Yeah. Is it a Boston unicorn? Yes, that's exactly. But to- yeah. Tox, take your shirt off. Let's see. <laughs> Whoa, it's not this kind of podcast. Yeah, no. Not with the window next to the no, recording that's, studio. No, that's a good good point. Nobody wants to see this. Um, another thing, as we were, I mean, it, it's always kind of a scramble as we, uh, you know, record at uh, remote locations. Dox's computer wouldn't fire up. I know. Fortunately, we were there early enough. Yeah, but that's why you give yourself some extra time. That's right. That's right. I, I need to learn from that. Mm-hmm. Next time I'm well, at the airport, at least an hour and ten minutes early. That and also we di- it, we didn't have power. Yeah, we didn't have power, and so that was uh, also an issue that yeah. was resolved in that extra time. Yeah, no, the the folks from Brooks were able to accommodate, but yeah, your your they, computer was not booting. I'm like, what is going well, on? Let's here? take focus off my computer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the the people at Brooks were so responsive and so helpful with like, we need this, or what do you think about this, and yeah. Can we get like a prop on the on the de- on the table, and they brought some glycerins over, and yep. uh, so they they were awesome. Shot glasses, the shot glasses, yep. they, they were great, and and you know whatever we uh, needed to to make this happen. So. Yeah, no, they were they were fantastic. Thanks to Brooks, um, 
I See, I got it off my computer. I think we are. Uh, I think we are looking to do some more stuff with Brooks in the future. Uh, so we will take you up on that offer. Uh, we also talked to some other vendors. I mean, I don't. I don't want to say too much or specifics or anything like that. But oh, about other opportunities. Yeah, the other opportunities mm-hmm. that we are really working on behind the scenes. So again, you guys listening know who you are. Let's make those opportunities happen. I met a lot of fans of Pace Nation out there in Austin as well. That Farley's really definition cool. of fan is somebody who's heard of the show. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, somebody in the elevator uh, was about to pull out, uh, and I'm forgot, sorry I forgot your name. I know you're one of the store owners in the Philly area. I'm terrible. Uh, I should remember the name. But uh, pulled out his phone. He, he was about to pull out the phone to pull up the iTunes feed of Pace Nation had me sign his phone. Mm-hmm. And I sign would, the phone? Yeah, yeah. with a Sharpie. I thought that would have been yeah. pretty cool. Does he have like a screen cover? Uh, I think we just want to Stop breaking this down. <laughs> I think like, we want to just sign the... It's, uh, a, it's, a, funny, it's a funny bit. The guy's yeah, doing a funny bit. I just funny. want to know what we're in for when we go on tour. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a good, good point. It, it, it always blows my mind when somebody's heard of Pace Nation. Like they come up and so I, I continuously say, uh, when you come up, I, I, I love it when you come up and say hi and, and you listen to the show or you've heard of the show. Uh, just expect me to hand, handle that very awkwardly. Right, right. So just so you know, like yeah, people are going like going into it. Like, Doc, stop. Yeah. And he's like, well, what? Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah. And I mean, for the most part, Doc's doesn't know a lot of the vendors or doesn't work in the business other than on the podcast. So yeah. for people to like come up and yell at him was, is pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. So next time you see the him people out, are yelling that. at me. Well, I mean, you know, <laughs> you know, <laughs> coming up and talking, I am used so to people yelling at please, me. That's please, actually something I can respond that. to. Please do that. All right. Um, so the Austin was awesome. Uh, thanks for everybody uh, from, thanks to everybody from Brooks for making that happen. Uh, great time. Um, we, uh, we look forward to uh, more road trips, whatever that might mean. So I thought last week's show was pretty awesome. Uh, Vincent mm-hmm. Kamani, uh, very well, impressive. With Vincent Kamani will be the last high school athlete we have right, ever, right. because I, as I was doing the edit, I he kept I kept noticing like on the the pre-show and then post-show when we were having a discussion, he kept saying yes, sir. Right. Yes, sir. He's he said, yes, sir, to me. Yes, sir, to you. Yes. We do not need people on the podcast that make me feel old. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, I Let's thought start he was... getting more master's he's runners. Tr- he's trying to be respectful, Doc. I know. I that was pretty cool. I know. That's why I just say we, we were going to put a, a full ban on high school athletes going forward because I did not need to be called sir. I, well, here's the difference. He didn't call Tess ma'am mm-hmm. because... I'm like three years older. Right. Than exactly. <laughs> exactly. So that's that's the reason why. Finally, I, I, I understand the whole concept. Yeah, I know. Uh-huh. I know. And, and what I'm saying is rather than... Uh, I, I'm not criticizing anybody here. I'm just saying let's avoid high school athletes so that we can live in a false reality. That's a good, that's a good idea. Okay. Also, and on a high note, I don't think it's going to get better than that. No, it, that's a good point. Like a lot of folks who I actually talked to a couple people who listened to that show and thought, "Wow, I wasn't expecting that to come from a sophomore in high school." So yeah, he was a very impressive, mature, respectful, most mature person man. in the room at the time. <laughs> that is for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we've had high school talk the last couple weeks. Uh, I wanted to mention Loudoun County uh, high school team uh, is running the Nike team nationals uh, finals today. Uh, so good luck to uh, Joan Hunter and her kids as they Loudoun Valley runs at Nike team nationals. I believe they were the champs last year. It's going to be tough to defend the title, but um, tough to do better than that. That is that is tough to do better than that. So cross country season winding down. Um, and again, I wanted to make one more uh, uh, comment on Daryl General. Uh, I had a lot of people come up to me and talk about how awesome it is that he won the Flow Track Award. I actually had Ryan from Flow Track talk to me about it as well. So at, when I was out in Austin, so congrats again to Daryl, who was well deserving of that twenty-five thousand dollar award. All right, this podcast, of course, is sponsored by Pacers Running. Pacers Running with five area D.C. locations. Pacers Running is for every run. Well, we've got the Jingle All the Way race coming up December 9th, right? And uh, I just want everybody to know there is a potential government shutdown. Potential government shutdown. When is there not a potential government shutdown? We're used to that routine. Just so you know, uh, Mm -hmm. we have a contingency plan uh in, in case there there is a government shutdown so 
I'm hopeful. Does it, a contingency plan mean that a, a, a race will still go off a that A race day? will happen, mm-hmm. exactly. But That's the, a good, but, good point. But the course might change. Might change. Mm-hmm. Yep, so, so so people need to monitor uh, yeah. Pacer's social media to exactly. see what's going off yep that's it that's a good way to put it uh mm-hmm. we'll have it on our website but it will happen and i'm i feel like these government shutdowns are about to happen about to happen mm-hmm. and then they don't happen and uh, of course we could not I love run your in, take on politics <laughs> I, of course we couldn't run in dc because we run over parkland property and if there is a government shutdown the uh, park police are not working or a limited limited number of them would be working so we could not do the race in dc but we've got other plans so just so you know, still sign up for one of my favorite races of the yeah. year. Yeah, and I'll tell you that. So the course, if if there's a government shutdown, it will start on the lawn of the White House, uh, <laughs> and then we will run no. through the halls of Congress. No, yeah, because the government shut down, they can't. They're not even going to be there. Not, not true. Oh, no. Okay. All <laughs> right. Well, just check the website. Then. Yeah, yeah. I'd say that's probably a better idea. <laughs> uh, for the second week in a row, we're going to follow up on some. Some tweets? Tweets that uh, people sent us. Uh, a couple about Daryl Journal again, thanks to Midpack, and uh, a couple others who tweeted in a, about Daryl. Um, Maggie B tweeted in, and I didn't understand this. Mm-hmm. Shocker. I'm not a Pee Wee Herman fan, but mm-hmm. apparently William E. Docks uh, knows this reference. Mm-hmm. She says, listening to this week's Pace Nation, uh, William E. Docks, I'm counting on you for this reference. There's a picture of Pee Wee Herman. And he's holding up a sign that says "stud." It's a little piece of paper. Yes. And on his on Pee Wee's Playhouse, he would have a word of the day. Okay. And so she's saying that "stud" is the word of the day. So apparently, we used we overused the word "stud" in that episode. Oh, okay. So we, we yeah. over- overused the word "stud" in Vincent's yeah. episode. Okay. I have to say that's an A plus tweet. Yeah. If you have to, if it's like next level where you have to think two yeah. levels ahead. That's, yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. So. If you're tweeting us and you want next level stuff, make mm-hmm. us think. That's good. Mm-hmm. Anytime you can do a photo of Pee Wee Herman, that's an A plus tweet, <laughs> yeah, to be course. honest. All right. So everybody knows you can now follow us on Instagram. Uh, it's at Pace the Nation on Instagram as well. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, which we've always been on Twitter. Did you know that Instagram's on the internet now? Is it? Yeah. You can actually post pictures on from... Well, you can use the internet to access Instagram. Uh, I think it's always been that, but I don't Did think... Did you ever you, not uh, use the internet to access Instagram? Well, I think it's on the inter- internet now. Yeah, well, I think it always was, but I didn't think you could post pictures from your computer. I thought you had to use your phone. There are ways around Tess, that. Tess, I bring that up because I wanted you to uh, talk about kind of what we are doing currently and why it's so important to uh, the listeners to follow us on in- on Instagram. One, it's a heck of a lot more fun than our Facebook. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, two, we're just as responsive on Instagram as we are on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're going to get to see a couple behind-the-scenes snapshots if you follow us on Instagram. On the story, on right? On the story. So explain to me the story. The story is... I had to be explained the story before. The, the, it's a, on top of the Instagram feed. Mm-hmm. And that is a uh, is a post that goes down in 24 hours or something like that? Yeah, you get it before it's gone. Okay. so It expires. So... Check often. Which Check is, us often. Which I, I'm not going to give you my opinion on expiring well, content. Well, I think uh, Tess is doing a, an awesome job giving us uh, you know, extra content that Docs and I, we got to help her out for sure. Please. But uh, I think it's it's well worth the follow uh, at Pace the Nation on Instagram. All right, next week, guys, I'm going to be in Hawaii. So we're going to have to figure out how to make this show happen. But if there is a week off... You mean how we have to record our next episode right. because this show is going to happen because I'm going to post edit this. everything yep. and post it. and every- Your work is done on this show. <laughs> right, yes, thank you. Next uh, week's show, yeah. But just hang in there with us if we don't have a show next week. We're going to try to make something happen. I vote we do a show without you. I'd love that. I would mm-hmm. love... Because I'd love to listen to it while I'm in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'll be gone... Uh, from Thursday to the next Saturday. Are you running a marathon in Hawaii? I'm going to end up running the 10K. The uh, 10K. Not the marathon. I'll be out there for the Hawaii marathon, mm-hmm. uh, bringing the kids. Yeah. What a mistake. This guy's going to Hawaii with, with these really young children. Yes. I am bringing my two-year-old and four-month-old on the uh, airplane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'll send you... Uh, that, that'll that be good That's content. a good Instagram story. Yeah. There'll be good content from that. Um, so I'll be heading to Hawaii. I'll be at the, the 10K... Uh, the Hawaii Marathon 10K, not running the marathon, but uh, we'll be doing the 10K. 
So, yeah, I, I think you guys should do an episode while I'm gone. I would, I would mm-hmm. love that. Mm-hmm. I, if I could call in, I'd, I'd love the call. No, I think we're okay. There's a big time zone difference. <laughs> yeah. I don't think that'll, yeah. But, uh, yeah. So but just can you bring the uh, two microphone stands with you? <laughs> I will bring those Hawaii. on the plane <laughs> just for old time's sake. Great. All right, guys. Episode 176 in the books. Great job. Tess, we missed you. More from Tess next week for sure. I missed you too. Yeah, well, great job. Thank you for uh, coming in. Doc's awesome work. Getting everything there. And really, I haven't thanked him because he's the one who really made the whole thing happen. Oh, thanks, guys. Uh, So thanks to, of course, Des Linden who joined us on the program. Fantastic interview. Uh, She's a great follow. Des underscore Linden, as I talked about on Another the Another underscore guest. Yep, you got it. All right. For Wamey Docs, Test Strike, I'm Chris Farley. This is Space Nation. We'll see you next week. I was gonna do the Amy Craig thing as a uh, an outtake. Oh, okay. I was saving it. Yeah. Well, I, I, I botched something. I know. Yeah, I know. That's all right. My unicorn has wings. It's also a Pegasus. <laughs> Why did she say unicorn? Did she say? No, I said unicorn. <laughs>